to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are broadcasting live from, I will just say what it is, hotter than Hades, Austin, Texas, OMG. (laughs) OMG indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no doubt, right? Um, (laughs) So um, it's a nice uh, seasonably warm day here in Texas as we are going to jump back into the points that we... That's right, balmy, (laughs) tropical. As We're going to jump back into the points we were talking about yesterday that so many of you guys are giving us great feedback about. And also, you know, um, it is interesting this time of year, Julie, the struggles mentally and emotionally that a lot of, it's not just agents, it's just sort of everybody seems to have sort of Mm -hmm. the tipping point, right? I mean, emotionally, you're sort of like, you know, you're at a crossroads and you kind of have, you know, three, three choices. And if you, if everyone listening to this radio show will be real honest with themselves, mentally and emotionally, they're all sort of facing this, you know, they're standing at the same place, trying to decide which of these three directions they're going to go, right? Are they just going to go on autopilot and sort of coast the rest of the year and hope for the best? Are they going to basically, you know, ratchet it up and basically, you know, end the year strong? Or are they going to completely go to the next level uh, and setting themselves up for next year? Because as we've hopefully uh, been helping you guys understand, is your 2016, your next year has already started. The work you're doing today, the conversations you're starting, the relationships you're starting it absolutely positively will pay you not tomorrow, not even maybe this year, dare I say, if you're from a real estate market like where Julie and I used to sell, stuff takes a while to sell, but next year. Um, here's something else. Uh, we should have been actually grinding you guys more about this on the radio show. We've mentioned this a few times, and we're going to have somebody on the radio show hopefully next week to really drill down on this. As a lot of you, or all of you, should know by now, the new Dodd-Frank mortgage title you know, all that stuff kicks in, and here's how it's most relevant to you. Because mostly those are laws and rules that are going to, um, you know, for the mortgage and title guys. But as far as what concerns you is this. Most closings, you get something in contract, everybody's happy, inspections are done, da-da-da-da-da, it's 60 days now instead of 30, okay? So for the most part, it's going to take two months to get something closed, not one month. I want you to remember that because you have to recalibrate how you actually are thinking um, about how long it's going to take to get paid. And I realize that's going to create hardship for some of you. So if you're used to basically taking a listing, and generally speaking, you get it in contract in, say, 30, 60, 90 days, and then you get paid. And so in your mind, a listing you take today pays you in four months. Now a listing you take today pays you in five months. Um, So also, for the sake of your sellers, clearly you want to be letting them, uh, setting realistic expectations. Now, use this to your advantage, Mr. Seller. I don't know if you were aware, but because the Dodd-Frank uh, rules, what we're about to see is that the normal closing time uh, is going to go from 30 to 60 days. Now, here's what it means to you. You just told me that you want to have your house sold, and let's say you're in a seller's market, right? You want to have your house sold and closed, and you want to be off to your, uh, you know, the great whatever's next for you. You want to be, have all that behind you by, let's say, the end of September. 
So normally Mr. Seller, I could accomplish that, right? It gives me August to close or sell the house. It gives me September to close the house. Towards the end of September, you get your check. But it doesn't work that way now. So if you're telling me that you want to actually be where you want to be uh, in 60 days, um, realistically, we need to get started right now. Actually, technically, we should have gotten started 30 days ago to get your home sold. So when you're again, when you're talking to folks that are trying to future pace what their plans are, right? Well, Mr. Seller. Um, Ideally, how soon do you want the home sold? Well, I want to have the home sold, you know, by Christmas. Okay, Christmas. So that really technically gives us about five months. Can I tell you why that scares me for you, Mr. Seller? Well, why? Well, as you uh, as you probably are aware, in our market, it takes an average of about 61, 62 days to get a home sold. In a normal situation, in addition to that, it's going to take another 30 days through the closing process before you actually get your check. But because of the new Dodd-Frank mortgage regulations that you probably heard of, Mr. Seller, it's actually now going to take 60 days. So if you are wanting to basically have the home sold by December, we absolutely, positively have to get started today to make that goal. Does that make sense to you, Mr. Seller? You see what I'm saying, guys? So you need to be aware of the new time frame for your own, you know, cash flow reasons. But more importantly, you need to be making the sellers aware so they can plan accordingly and also start using this as a way to uh, really, I think, put the fires under some of these procrastinating sellers thinking they have more time than they really do. Any thoughts on that, Jules? Yeah, well, it comes down to knowing what's going on in your market, knowing your micro market, knowing what average days in the market they can expect, how long they can expect to be pending, closing, inspection processes. You know, you've got to know your stuff these days. You can't just wing it and expect to have a happy little closing, right? And that starts with your active listings and how you're handling them. And if we back it up even one step further, to your point, getting people to actually be active listings right now where they're thinking maybe they've got a little bit more time than they do, so, you know, those are conversations, Tim, you're absolutely right. What you do now affects not just fourth quarter, but first quarter next year and the trajectory you're going to get yourself on or not on for next year. So it's an interesting uh, mind cuff awful to go through what is, what's going on with all of your leads. Some of you guys have varying, uh, you know, tune-innedness, tune if that's a word, to what's actually happening with your people. So that's good homework right off the bat. I'm not sure what a mind kerfuffle is. It, it sounds like something <laughs> you might sound need good an though, antibiotic. Does it? it sounds like something you might need an antibiotic for. Yeah. But but guys, here's the bottom line. I mean, we, a lot of you also have been, you know, asking what you can do to better prepare yourself for the second half of the year. Um, you know, for all the reasons, I and mean, I know longtime loyal listeners, you guys know that we deliver practical, straightforward, honest, you know, use today, make money tomorrow type information. Um, if you are not yet a coaching client, don't worry. I'm not going to go into a coaching pitch, so you just hear me out, okay? If you're not a coaching client, you won't know what I'm about to tell you, but here it is. Um, you, again, have a business plan for the next half of the, uh, of the year. Have a business plan that's designed not around anything other than things that are going to put you in a position to help others and make money. I beg you to not waste time on any long-term projects this time of year. Do not start a website. Do not start a database. Do not start any projects that do not put money in your pocket immediately because here's what's going to happen the half, second half of the year. Remember, I told you this. There's going to be a housing slowdown. Not a big one. Not one to make, that will, you know, but it'll, they'll be there. There'll, there's going to be interest rates that are going to go up. 
There's going to be more belief that there's going to be a mild recession. There's going to be this headwind, that headwind, all the normal stuff that happens towards the end of the year. And it's happened towards the end of the year for pretty much every year that's probably ever existed in the real estate industry. So the reality of it is, is that we are going into a time of year where holidays and other external reasons are going to make it a little bit harder to um, make money. So you guys got to really drill down. If there's anything we can be doing for you to help you accomplish your goals for the second half of the year, obviously I want you to seriously consider requesting a free coaching call. It's really critical that you take advantage of that. Um, we have enough coaches on staff now that we can generally get you a, a free coaching call within uh, one day. So like a lot of you, our business is growing quickly. I mean, matter of fact, since the beginning of the year, we have added between coaches and salespeople over 50 people. And one of the constant challenges we have is, like you, communication. So how do we all keep in contact with each other? We have actually upgraded our entire systems to VTech phones. Now, I personally was very fearful of getting into the whole, you know, figuring out what phone system to use. And I was very tempted to even do what a lot of you are probably doing, just say, well, the heck with it, I'm just going to go with the cell phone and use that for everything. But unfortunately, cell phones have a lot of limited use. The dropped calls, the receptions, the audio quality, all that good stuff. That's the reason that we are looking for a really great solution, and we went with VTech phones. And now the wonderful thing about VTech phones, and I'm going to give you guys some more specific, specific information about that now, is that they're just so easy to use. They're just plug and play. You don't need an IT guy. You don't need to call out you know, your phone guy. It's simple. It's an elegant solution that all of you need to seriously consider, whether it's just you and an assistant, or it's you and your in your team, or frankly, the VTech four line small business phone system might even be perfect if you are working out of your house and use it as your home phone. VTech's new four line small business phone system is the perfect solution for small business owners that need to install a phone system that has the qualities and features that they have previously only been available for companies with bigger budgets. The new system is the most affordable and easy to install four line system on the market. The four line small business phone system components include the main console and the optional of expandable cordless desk sets, cordless accessory handsets, cordless headsets, and speaker phones, allowing the system to grow alongside a business up to 10 Extensions. Expanding the system is a complete breeze. Need to add an extra desk set? Not a problem. With the touch of a button, a small business owner with minimal IT experience can wirelessly register up to nine expandable components. And because they register wirelessly, the expandable components can be located anywhere there is power since only the console requires a phone line. That gives a small business owner the freedom to move around. No need to plan your workstations around phone lines or Ethernet drops. In addition to the ease of use and simple installation, the four-line small business phone system also comes equipped with a number of advanced features such as auto attendant for each line, a digital answering machine with mailboxes for every extension, full duplex speaker phones, music on hold, power failure option, six-way conferencing. The VTech four-line small business phone system components are available in stores and online at Office Depot Office Max in Staples, as well as online at vtechphones.com. And actually, we ordered another VTech extension. I didn't tell you yesterday. Uh, I ordered another one, Julie, from uh, mm. Staples. All right, gotcha. so, Julie, I believe, I believe we're on point number 23. Uh, 22, actually, on Top 25 Traits of Happy People and exactly how you can implement, adopt, and adapt those happy traits for yourself. So point number 22, happy people understand that conflict can lead to positive outcomes and shouldn't be avoided at all cost. 
Instead, they understand the challenge and they work through it head on. So here's the action to implement and adopt and adapt that thought. Observe your personal reaction to conflict. Do you negotiate immediately or do you let things sit and fester? And gosh, Tim, I don't know how many times I heard about that on coaching calls. You know, it's been like three or four days since we had counteroffers and I just don't know what to do about it. It's driving me crazy. So do you let things sit or do you negotiate immediately? Do you meet challenges head on or are you somebody that waits for something to force your hand? Decide to embrace conflict and learn from it instead of avoiding it at all costs. So here's the secret. Avoiding conflict does cost you money and it actually expands your feelings of frustration. It squelches happiness. This is one of those things where it doesn't necessarily look like that on the surface of it, but avoiding conflict doesn't make it better. I mean, that's been my experience. What are your thoughts, Tim? Well, so, you know, conflict comes in many ways. And sometimes our perception that there's going to be conflict mm. is what prevents mm -hmm. us actually from becoming successful. Um, and I actually was, while you were talking, I was thinking of, a, for example, where um, one of our I, a longtime coaching clients actually emailed me, this is probably two weeks ago, saying, and thanking me for some advice I'd given him a long time ago. And the essence of the advice was this, and I'm sharing it all with you. Uh, he had an agent. And this was an agent that was showing a multi-million dollar property numerous times. This agent, this buyer's agent, was friends with the buyer evidently, and, uh, and, and like friends close enough that they were afraid to close them. So it had become basically like a social thing. So three showings on a multi-million dollar property. The listing agent had to be there every time. So the listing agent was beginning to realize that this buyer's agent wasn't ever going to close them, and yet these were seemingly real buyers. So the sellers, the listing agent, uh, say, okay, well, what do I do? How do I handle this? How do I, you know, address the buyer's agent in such a way that I won't offend their ego? I obviously don't want to cross the agency relationship, blah, blah, blah. So he wrote a seller's offer to buy to the buyers. Normally, guys, think about this. An offer comes from the buyer presenting terms and whatnot to the seller. Well, in this particular case, I suggested, and he employed it you know, years later, that he writes a reverse offer. And that's a nice way of basically taking what could have been conflict and, again, giving you guys practical information on the radio show and making it so that, guess what happened? He got it in contract. So the agent was literally um, stymied, unwilling, unable to get the buyers to write a contract. But when she was presenting an offer to purchase the house, on behalf of the sellers, then the house, the deal came together. What would have been and could have been conflict worked out to be something uh, very lucrative considering the sale price for all parties concerned. So, Julie, next point. Yeah, excellent example. Uh, let's see, number 23, happy people are not quick to judge, belittle, or insult. They know the power of positivity, so those actions are congruent with a happy person's standards. They're not quick to judge, belittle, or insult. So here's the action. Decide today to get out of judgment and into curiosity. Thank you, Howard Brinton, for a little quote there. Decide to get out of judgment and into curiosity. You know, especially in real estate, we're so quick to judge and say, oh my gosh, there's, you know, there's so much drama in this deal. It's never going to close. Or, you know, I really don't like working with that agent because of some deal that you did like four years ago. You've decided to hate on them, right? So get out of judgment and into curiosity. And I think what Howard meant by that was, what would happen if you lost all of those negative thoughts and just said, you know what, maybe this is the best deal. Maybe it is going to close. Maybe that's my next commission check. Maybe that's the next person I'm going to help. What would that look like? It, aren't you already in a happier place by just having those thoughts and not casting instant dispersion when any tiny little thing goes wrong? 
And cash real estate is just full of that type of attitude. So be the leader in your marketplace. Remind yourself that being positive is a lot better outlook, for not just for you, but for your clients as well. So that's point number 23 for you. The action, decide to get out of judgment and into curiosity as a standard of practice. So isn't point number, essence, yeah, Isn't ahead. the essence of that point, Julie, being a question asker opposed yeah. to just an opinion giver? I mean, isn't that right. the essence of it? How often Absolutely. All of, I've been in situations where I uh, judged a book by its cover. We all do that. It's, it's ingrained into our brains to, be, uh, to make snap judgments. And a lot of times we put out, you know, we put out visual clues as to what kind of person we are. So if you're, a, you know, state DISC before, you might be someone that's going to be pretty accurate at, at ascertaining what type of person they are by, by how they look. But here's the thing. On more than one occasion, I have been wrong in that I assumed that somebody was safer this way or that way or, you know, maybe they were um, expressive when I found out there, you know, was actually an analytical person who was just dressing more expressive. Well, we hired somebody recently who I thought was, I actually thought was analytical. And then um, after the, uh, the DIC test was done, I discovered that, guess what? She is expressive, something I wouldn't have expected. And I'm pretty darn good at ascertaining what people's personality types are. It's because she had a work mode. She knew basically in work how to act, how to behave, how to talk from having other jobs. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Now, had you know, I not asked questions, I never would have learned that. Now, knowing what she is, it'll help me to uh, get along with her more uh, at a higher level and help to motivate her and help her to take her business to the next level. So guys, here's the mindset shift. How often are you finding yourself asking questions versus how often are you finding yourself just making statements? That's a good question to ask yourself. I want you to literally count how many times in conversation with folks you're ask, actually asking questions. There's a reason why in the country the most successful listing agents specifically have gotten really good at prospecting is because it is hard and they know there's less competition because most other agents will give up. And so if you want to learn how to make money, I'll give you the easiest way to do it. Number one, you definitely want to get our scripts. You definitely want to get our objection handlers. They're totally written for this economy, this market. They're not just some overused scripts from the 70s. So there's that. Number two, and this is without a doubt what I would be doing for every one of you, I would get mojosells.com. So Mojo Sells, even before they were a sponsor of the show, we always suggest that you guys use them because why? It is a done-for-you, in-the-box, complete lead generation business system. It's probably one of the coolest things out there for agents who are actually serious about building their business. It's an auto-dialer, but they also can sell you lists of expireds. They can sell you lists of for sale by owners. And all you have to do is sit in front of your computer, hit one button, and then all of a sudden, guess what happens? it starts dialing for you, okay? So you guys got to be really clear that if you're serious about building your business and you're serious about making a lot of money, sooner or later, I promise you, you're going to have to learn to master these skills because all the other stuff that's easy, the problem with it is it becomes oversaturated in like 90 days. So all these little passive things, they do work. I'm not saying that they don't, but they work for a very short period of time. Whereas learning the skills necessary and using an incredible tool like Mojo Sells makes it so that you will make money consistently every single day. And you treat mentally and emotionally, you'll start seeing the other things that you do that are passive things as the icing, right? You'll see those as the frosting. But the real uh, benefit, the real work, the real money, the real success comes from actually learning how to master these types of skills. So definitely want to look into our friends at mojocells.com. 
Julie, point 24. Point number 24, Tim, is that happy people seek out opportunities to give back versus always looking for a handout. They have a mindset of abundance, not of scarcity. So the action behind that is to remind yourself that the world is full of abundance. There is enough to go around. If you're not living the life of your dreams, it simply means you haven't found a way to help enough people yet. And we see this so many times in real estate, right, where when I, I hear it from a lot of my top producers who are at award ceremonies and the reactions that sometimes they get from other agents where, you know, because that person got that award, it means that I didn't get that award and, you know, all of that kind of mumbo jumbo, right? When in fact, your focus needs to be on how many people you helped and what you were able to do this year versus what you didn't get because somebody else did that deal. Does that make sense, Tim? I'm sure there are many coaching calls in your head being reminded from hearing that Actually, type of you know, agent chatter. You know, it's interesting. Is you can use scarcity to motivate yourself. And mm-hmm. that's uh, what Julie was just describing. If that realtor that was griping about not having gotten an award uh, uses that to be motivated, to work harder, to help more people, to you know, do her job at a higher level the following year, that's great. If there's sure. only one award, if there's only one award, and that you know feeling of not getting it, uh, it motivates her, that's great. Okay, but here's what happens on a larger scale, and you guys should really focus in on this because it's really quite amazing. The reason, one of the main reasons, we don't watch the news. Julie and I don't watch the news. Uh, literally, we don't have any clue what's going on. Um, I didn't know who Caitlyn Jenner was until about two weeks ago. Okay, so we just literally don't watch the news. We don't uh, read websites. We don't read our Facebook feed. We don't do any of that. Why? Because all that stuff inevitably starts to compound and get into your mindset. So here's, here's a little interesting thing. Um, how much of the news, how much, is, and I'm going to say it, and I hope I don't offend anybody, but how much of the news in California specifically is about scarcity, lack of water, lack of space, lack of money, lack of everything, right? Isn't that really what the news constantly is, especially on the West Coast? And maybe in some cases it's true, right? But why is it that so many people are trying to scare you out of scarcity? Whereas the reality of it is, is if you were just to say, in your own life, what's really lacking? Are you lacking oxygen? No. Are you lacking love? Hopefully not. Are you lacking opportunity? That better be very clear in your head that the answer is hell no. Are you lacking an ability to make money? Are you lacking the ability to breathe? Are you lacking the ability to think? Are you lacking the ability to see the opportunities that are in front of you? You get it? You guys are surrounded with abundance. I could go on and on. The reality of it is, is you're not, there's no scarcity in your life unless you manifest scarcity. There's more than enough money to go around unless you make it so that you don't have more than enough money to go around. Scarcity or abundance, that is a mindset. It's not a reality. It's a mindset. If, for example, you are in a very dense area and you're feeling a a scarcity of space, like, you know, and there's certainly certain places in the world where you literally are tripping over people left and right. Here's an idea. Move. Move to an area where you have more space, where you feel more of a sense of of, of abundance. But The idea that there's not enough to go around, again, can be beneficial if you're consciously using that to motivate you. But the problem is, is if you're not consciously using that to motivate you, and if it's become that feeling of scarcity has become hardwired into your DNA, what actually it starts to create is unnecessary stress, unnecessary tension, and resentment. And resentment in that, like, when you're, you know, let's say, for example, 
your kid wants to go play with you, but your sellers are, you know, basically being uh, overly, uh, you know, they want this, they want that. You know, a typical normal day in the life of a realtor, right, where you're having to make decisions. But what you, if you realize that it, and that tension comes from the fact that that seller is living in that world of scarcity, they don't get your attention now, they're not going to get it. Well, to a certain extent, so does your kid. In those types of situations, you've got to actually balance it by, especially with the seller because you'll never do it with your kid, by setting realistic expectations at the start of their relationship, how you're going to communicate with them. Let them know that you're here all the time to help them during these specific hours, but after these specific hours on the weekends, then you work during normal uh, hours. So what you do is you start to take control of your life again by setting some simple business systems up, setting up barriers and setting up rules basically for yourself that will be conducive with your overall goals that you have for yourself in life. Julie, point number 25. Great segue into that because point number 25 is that happy people have the ability to, quote, change channels. They have a quitting time for work. They have a family time. They even have a fun time channel. Time management is a way of life, not just a fleeting idea. They're in control of what's important and can switch from one situation to the next situation with ease. So here's an action step for you. Monitor the time that you spend in the gray area. What do I mean by that? You remember the old school TVs, Tim, where you'd actually not use a remote but change the channel and it would click? Well, if you were in between channels, you'd get snow. That's like the gray area. The gray area is what causes stress when you're at work but wishing you're on vacation and that's where your head is, or when you're on vacation checking your cell phone incessantly. That's the gray area. That's when you see snow. So learn to change channels completely, and when you're at your kid's soccer game, actually be at your kid's soccer game. When you're on a listing presentation, don't have your cell phone ringing in the background. What is that about? So be able to change channels. A lot of our coaches are coaching couples and family teams and that sort of thing, and we talk about having a quit in time, especially with husband and wife teams, where they just get sick of talking about real estate constantly. So we have a quitting time, 6 o'clock at night, that's it. No more talking about real estate. You can have rules like that. So be able to switch channels, and you will find the stress melts away. So monitor your time in the gray area and take some changes to fix that. So in conclusion on our series on happiness, every trait that happy people share centers on taking control, getting into action, and accepting that it's in your power to control your level of happiness. So... Take action now. So, Julie, here's an interesting thought for you with regards to all these points. Um, and this is something that I think, you know, we've been saying for a long time now. 90% of your success has to do with your mindset. 90% of what you will achieve has to do with what you will actually do with the information. So earlier today, I had an opportunity to talk with somebody who was considering using us for coaching, okay? And he was um, a newer agent. AJ, if you're listening, don't worry, I won't say your last name. Um, he was in Minnesota, and he definitely had, you know, he definitely had the desire. He definitely was, he was ready to actually get to work to jump in the deep end. But here's the thing. Because of the fact that we are going to have him start doing the actual work that it takes to be successful, you know, the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, that aspect of, the, of selling real estate – and I started to be really honest with him about what he was going to have to change about how he was spending his time when he was quote-unquote at work, I think actually that scared him. But it also at the same time was a relief because now he could stop wasting his time with all the things that are out there that you guys are constantly being distracted. If you're on Facebook right now or any time during the day 
looking for ideas on how to do lead generation, I can pretty much guarantee you you're not a very successful agent. I'm sorry for being so direct with you, but it's true. There are probably no more than about a half dozen things that are very consistent about producing business. Um, you know, and the fact is, is that the first three or four take honest to God skills, but they're the things that are the most beneficial for you to learn and master. They're the things that you don't have to pay for. So, guys, listen, and anytime we can be any help to you, please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And, Julie, I actually got a really nice email during the radio show, um, someone who was thanking us for re- uh, referring them to zbuyer.com. I know ah, sometimes, guys, excellent. I say, yeah, I say zbuyers. It's not buyers, it's buyer. Now, zbuyer.com, uh, listen to a radio show that we did, I think, too, with the CEO of that company. I really like that company because – um, you, it's not a subscription thing, right? So it's a, an opportunity for you to go on the website and you to look through the buyers and your sellers and you decide whether or not you want to basically uh, try to do business with one of those buyers or sellers. I kind of like that. And the referral fee that they charge you for those leads is not that onerous. It's sort of a normal you know, industry rate for a referral fee. To me, that makes sense. But I'm going to caution you, as we did on the radio show when you're interviewing the CEO, do not have that be the first thing that you do when you're selling real estate because you're just gonna, you'll never actually learn how to go after the business yourself, which means you'll always be caught in a perpetual cycle of having to buy your business. You will never make money if you go about it that way in a consistent way. You'll never, ever get close to your potential unless you actually learn the skills necessary to be successful. Depending on where you are in your business, though, I absolutely would suggest you check out zbuyer.com. So, Julie, I've really enjoyed over the last couple of weeks, um, practically every other day, presenting these points. It's been yeah, great. It's been, it's been informative. And the feedback we've gotten from agents is they want us to help them more with their mindsets. And so that's what we're going to do. Future shows are going to be focused more on this uh, type of content because it does seem to help you guys at the highest level. Remember, if there's anything ever that we can do for you, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. We do have, honest to God, one-on-one coaching programs that you can participate in starting today for $159 a month. Okay? There's a we, and I'm I'm not going to announce it. I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but we're coming out with new coaching programs as well. One of the biggest obstacles we've had over the years is that you guys want to join coaching. You have you definitely see the value of it, but you just don't have the nickels to rub together to make it happen. So what Julie and I have done is we've spent almost two years and we've put together a student loan program. And that student loan program um, is in in place now for those of you who want to join our breakthrough coaching program for either six months or 12 months. That means that you can get into one of our, the most elite coaching program we have for literally less than 160 bucks a month, and normally that would cost $1,000 a month. Okay, so for you to learn more about that, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Guys, this is not a watered-down coaching program that I'm talking about. This is basically a coaching program that you can enroll in where you'll have your own one-on-one coach. So this is what many of you have been looking for, but the issue with the ability to pay for it has been your obstacle. Now you don't have that obstacle anymore. And we're going to be coming out with any other interesting programs over the next 6 to 12 months also to help you guys um, essentially embrace what this market has to offer. So on behalf of Julie and myself and obviously everyone here at our business, I want to sincerely thank you for being loyal listeners, and we will talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. 
Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.